for those of you out here that don't know us, I am Blake Walker, and this is Britton Rogers, and we are Salt and Rock. So uh, we decided that we wanted to do this. We have listened to some podcasts. We've listened to some some men's podcasts, some ministry podcasts, some men's ministry podcasts, hunting podcasts, all kinds of stuff, and uh, we didn't really find what what we thought um, would fill in a, a gap. Um, with what we're going to try to do um, in this. So we thought that we would um, branch out and see if we could um, come up with some content that um, was wholesome and um, would help us help us grow as men every day. So, um, Britton, you want to... Things wanna, challenge you. Yeah, you want to you wanna give your, uh, your elevator speech to us? I would consider myself the leader at West Valley Foursquare Church for men's ministry. So through that, I've done, you know... Conquer series and pure desires things and and just things to help guys look at their sexual life and grow from there. And from that, that's where one of the things that I look at in podcasts is what is what is going to challenge me, what is going to sharpen me, what makes me what makes me a better friend for the guy next to me. And so, Blake, you mentioned that you know we didn't find what we were looking for, so we thought we'd create our own. I think this is the opportunity to create our own and. And really help to grow brotherhood. My elevator speech is to, I want to grow some brothers up. I want friends that want to want to be a friend. Right. Um, don't get us wrong. We, not that there's not some good quality stuff out there. But what what I was thinking um, in the back of my head was, I've looked at pod or I've listened to podcasts and I've I've looked at uh, devotionals and stuff like that. And you get a lot of a lot of good nuggets out of stuff. But I'm I was wanting something that, you know, you can you can invest 15 minutes a week. Um, excuse me, maybe more often than that, but, um, you know, once a week, take 15 minutes to hear something that, um, is pretty insightful, um, challenging and really can help you grow. So I haven't really found that. I've got some stuff that I listen to on the regular that, um, I will get bits and pieces of, and sometimes I'm like, man, that was really good, but I'm sifting through hours, right? Yeah. So I want something, I mean, we're all busy. I'd like to turn something on on my drive to work and in 15 minutes get out and be ready ready to go to work and say, man, that was that was good. That hit me. And, it was powerful. And now I want to go do something on my own with that. Like that's kind of it's kind of what I'm hoping is that we can start something and it's, it's good stuff, but it's also going to give you a jumping off point that you can do some more research on yourself or for yourself. So that um, sounds good. Yeah. So hopefully that hopefully that'll strike a key with some of you guys out there and just know that we're not we're not trying to, to downplay what what other people are doing. Um, there's a lot of good good men stuff out there, a lot of good podcasts that are not only insightful, but humorous, but um, just not really filling that niche that that we were thinking that we could hit. So um, so we're hoping to do different stuff. And uh, the first little little group of, of uh, episodes that we're going to talk about, I think um, we're going to try to relate to a person. Um, so for me, I think that it's a little bit easier for a, for a man to relate to another man as opposed to saying, oh, well, this is a scenario that I went through because I think as men, uh, we fail to talk about how important mentors and mentorship can be Yeah, where a lot of times it's uh, the, the stronger men that we know have somebody that they have grown alongside with because they've had kind of been taught, you know, like a fatherhood thing. Right. Um, and for me, that's that's hard because I didn't grow up with a dad in the picture. Well, so, I didn't grow up with the dad in the picture either. Right. So that's um, you know, there's there's a whole lot of whole lot of people out there that 
didn't have a dad to show them the right way or, or didn't have a dad to show them a, a really good way, even if they had a dad around. So um, I think that mentorship is a is a big big part of that, big part of being a strong, healthy Christian man. Yeah, having other guys speak into your life that can actually help you grow, not only not only sustain where you're at, but to challenge you and grow to the next level is always good to have. Right, you know, and everybody's dreaded word, accountability. Accountability. So that's... Oof. Ally. I like the word ally. Right. You know, allies are guys that are going to stand in the spot for you. Accountability looks back at the side of, uh, of I have to bring my shame to you and be accountable to you. But an ally is a guy that's going to stand out for you. That's a really good way of looking at that. Yeah. I'd, I'd never thought about it that way. Yeah. No, no guy wants to bring their shame to anybody. But right. when you've got a guy that's an ally, you have no problem bringing that to them. Right. Because they are there for you in the time of need. So. Yeah, that's good because we talk about, especially in the church world, we talk a lot about accountability partners. We do. Um, and w- if somebody were to come up to me tomorrow and be like, hey, man, will you be my accountability partner? I'd be like, yeah. I but do I want to? No. <laughs> I would definitely try to pitch them on the ally side. <laughs> right, of, you right. Know, I'm, and, and that's something I've learned in the last nine months is – is I've always been in accountability programs with you know with Pure Desire and with guys from the church, but right. but I'm with a guy uh, Drew Boa that is uh, really pushing you towards allies, you know, and so right. so accountability is the purity culture, you know, um, where you want to bring things forward and say, I have brought this sin to you again, but an ally is living through that sin with you all right. the time, right? You know, so do, do you think that as an ally, you have a higher chance to catch something before it beca- before it turns into catch a temptation before it becomes a sin. I would say you have a better chance. Um, the one reason I say that is because with an ally, you're doing life together every day. You're right. not doing life together as accountability partner, waiting for somebody to make a screw up, and then you catch it on the on the accountability software. Right. So as an ally or as a, a brotherhood. You are growing with that person every day. You you make contacts. You talk to them. You right. have conversations with them. You build friendships, and out of friendships come allies, and out of allies come responsibility towards what you're doing. So right. being responsible for your actions. Nice. Yeah, that's that's good. Uh, it seems like a a different way to approach that. That um, hopefully, you know, because with any of that. Um, with any anytime you give in a temptation and it becomes and it turns into sin or you act on that, you know however you want to call it out, um, you have additional guilt and additional shame and, and stuff that that you have to deal with, um, whether it's healthy or not. You have, still have to work on it. Right. You know, yeah. A little bit of guilt is is a healthy thing. I think. Because, I think it does keep you a little because straighter. You, you shouldn't be able to sin and not feel bad about it. Well, we the all Holy walk Spirit in grace. should be giving you right. something, you know, that says doo, doo, doo. there's something yeah. going on in your head right, right now that you don't right. feel it right in your heart. Um. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, we all walk in grace, and so we have that forgiveness that we that we walk in. But you you shouldn't be able to walk around sinning and feel okay with it. No, you should not. So yeah, you um, should have something, a checks and balances. Right. You know. Yeah. So I don't I don't love the the coining it shame because it it may just be a, a murmuring of the Holy Spirit saying do. Let's, Come back. Can we stop what doing that? Doing? Like, why? <laughs> right. Like, you know that you can't do, you can't open that web page. No. And just be okay. 
and never be okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to talk to your ally. <laughs> right. It's like the the guy that uh that has a drinking problem and then he's going to go to the bar to witness. Like that's sounds like a good plan. That's not a good idea. That's not. No. Okay. No. I have some friends that did a an interesting ministry several years ago that was before Uber and uh, Lyft and you know like social media platform cabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would drive around on Saturday nights and drive drunk people home. Nice. And they they always drove as a team. Yeah. Uh, my friends Rachel did it, and she, it was her and her fiance at the time. They would drive around and they would pick people up at the bar and give them free rides home, so they weren't driving drunk. Nice. And that used them as uh, used it as an opportunity to witness to them. Um, I don't know that they had a high success rate. But you're still planting a seed, so. You know, we were out camping one time, and uh, there was a whole group of us camping, and there was a drunk guy and a girlfriend that showed up at our campground, and we had a friend of ours, Brian Van Korbach, that went out there. He brought them in, and he just witnessed to them all night long. So, I mean, there's an opportunity for everybody. Right. You know, I mean, they might not hear everything, but they're going to hear a little bit of it. Yeah. We talked about this in a, a men's group that I had at church a few months ago, and one of my friends and and not knocking him. So if you're listening, Nate, I'm not knocking you. But um, he mentioned that he said I work at a Christian school. All of my friends are from my church. I have like zero interaction with non Christians other than like drive throughs. Yeah, and it was during COVID, so the, like you didn't even have waitresses, right? Because we couldn't eat in restaurants, we couldn't go anywhere. He was like, I don't, I, I don't get the opportunity to witness to anybody. Like, and I feel bad because I'm not actively sharing the gospel with people. Yeah. And I said, join a group. Come play cornhole. Right. You know, anything. Yeah. I mean, there's... Play cornhole. Right. So, yeah, for those of you that uh, don't know <laughs> us, we are both founding or semi-founding members of... I guess we're founding members of PSW. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, founding members of Palm Springs of Washington Baggers. Uh, Baggers. For those of you that are not familiar with the Yakima area... Uh, Yakima, Washington is known as the Palm Springs of Washington. It's a great tourist destination. Um, come during asparagus season because it's the best asparagus uh, in the nation. Um, and we have a large, large quantity of the hops that are grown for the beer industry in here. So um, if you are a little more um, open-minded as far as alcohol goes, the the craft beer scene in Yakima is... Um, greatly underrated so um so yeah it's a beautiful area we love it um and we got in early on uh, cornhole league to help grow the sport of cornhole cornhole as well um we're going to try to probably keep some of that separated from this but um there'll be four bagger references i'm sure it it will probably uh blend in yeah the conversation yeah it'll blend a little so (laughs) um but yeah so that's us um that's kind of our thoughts um, we hopefully will get some listener comments, um, as we start posting episodes and, um, get some feedback and, and maybe we can, you know, do some Q and A's and stuff like that and hopefully answer some questions. Um, before we wrap up, um, how long have you, uh, been living a Christian lifestyle? I have been living a Christian lifestyle since I was seven and I am 47. Nice. So I've been involved in Christianity for 40 years. But have I been a practicing Christian? Right. I would say over the last 15 more practicing and over the last four truly dedicated looking for God in my life, for him to be my father. Yeah. So that's 
Um, As you mentioned earlier, I, I did not grow up with my dad in my life, so I didn't know what the father's love felt like. And I'm learning to know what the father's love feels like in my life. And that is something that we should probably hit an episode on. Um, because understanding Christianity through a fatherhood perspective um, is a completely different way of looking at it than when I found my faith, Yeah, when Christ found me uh, when I was seven. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so um, I can remember the summer I was at a church camp. I was seven years old. Uh, I'm 36 now, so 30 years, um, almost 30 years. Uh, and as... Same as you, I I took several years off there. I had a oh yeah college years. Um, I l- lived a Christian life up to high school, and then um, definitely got hurt and ha- experienced a lot of pain. Uh, found bitterness and blamed God for a lot of stuff, and um, took took a little siesta from from the, my faith walk. And um, my wife and I both um, got really serious about Christ about three and a half years ago, uh, three, three and a half years ago, right before our daughter was born. So kind of puts your life in perspective when you have kids and then, um, you know, wanting to, wanting to, to learn how to be a good father and to be a father. Right. So, um, what better way to, to learn that than following the first one. Right. So, uh, so we both have the last four years we've been growing exponentially in Christ. So definitely. So, um, and there's, you know, there's weeks that I feel like I, I'm like, wow, I haven't grown at all. But then there's weeks that I'm like, man, I can't believe how much different my life is from five years ago. Exactly. So um, we look at you look at your career, and you're like, well, I worked for this company for this long and left, and then came back. So I've I've got 20 years vested. Right, exactly. In, right. So I've got 20, <laughs> 20 years vested in the the fatherhood kingdom. So, um, you know, so we've got some wisdom here, and, and we both grew up in uh, different areas and and relocated to the Pac Northwest. So Mississippi. Uh, Grew up in Southern Illinois, but unless you live in Illinois, you you nobody really understands that Illinois is not just Chicago. It's a lot like living in Washington. Everybody yeah. that we everybody thinks you're in Seattle where it's raining. Yeah, they're like, boy, how do you deal with the rain? Like we get seven days, days a year of, of it. Yeah, so <laughs> um, which unfortunately has been the last few weeks. Right, but yeah, we've got we've got some insight. We certainly don't have all the answers, but we're hoping to discover stuff together and. And have you guys included with us? So, and if you're listening to this and you do have all the answers, we'd like to have you on. Absolutely, <laughs> Harold. I'm talking to you. Um, yeah. So we've got some we've got some good friends, and at some point we may have friends on here that um, can give us a little bit, give us some clues, and and touch some touch some stuff that we haven't picked up on our own. But we're hoping we'll bounce ideas off each other and have some good stuff for you all. Hopefully, you guys uh, tune back in next time and get to know Salt and Rock. Thanks for joining us today on Salt and Rock. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to us at saltplusrock at gmail.com. That's all letters, S-A-L-T-P-L-U-S-R-O-C-K at gmail.com. If you'd like to become a contributor to Salt Plus Rock, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com slash saltplusrock. Once again, all letters, S-A-L-T-P-L-U-S-R-O-C-K, where you can give a contribution as small as $5. Hey, every little bit helps.